March. It brings thoughts of spring, but for sports fans like you and I, it brings madness. 64 teams get narrowed down to one, upsets, Cinderella stories, the final four. It all comes down to crowning a national champion. This episode you didn't want to miss. The episode you didn't know you needed. Welcome to Sporting the Goods, March Madness Edition. And welcome inside Sporting the Goods. I am your host, Jake Williamson, bringing you this special edition because March Madness begins to began actually yesterday with the first four and the tournament and the field of 64 beginning today here in just a couple hours. The show is straightforward. I make predictions. I, fingers crossed, I hope they come true. And I will make my pick for the national champion right here. I'll pick the winners of each region, work my way to a final four, and then crown a champion. With that being said, let me recap yesterday. We saw App State, who is down big at halftime against Norfolk State, make a comeback. But Norfolk State comes out on top and will now play Gonzaga. So 16 Norfolk State plays Gonzaga. Drake survived their game versus Wichita State, so the 11 seed now plays the 6 seed USC. Texas Southern also survived their game against Mount St. Mary's, and so they're the 16 seed playing Michigan. And finally, UCLA defeated Michigan State last night, so they will be the 11 seed playing BYU in the East region. So let's go ahead and jump right on into the games, starting in the West. Obviously, I'm going to pick the one seed over the 16. We had UMBC do it a couple years ago to Virginia, but this year, Gonzaga. I picked the number one seed, Gonzaga, to defeat Norfolk State first round. I have the eight seed, Oklahoma, defeating the nine seed, Missouri, and it's simply because Austin Reeves is going to be your is going to be your key factor in this game. My first upset I have comes out of the West region from the 12 seed University of California Santa Barkley. I have them defeating the 5 seed Creighton in this game. So that's another interesting matchup to watch for. This game this next game I see being pretty close. The four seed, Virginia, will be playing the 13 seed, Ohio. I see a close game coming out of this one, but I do see Virginia coming out on top. In the six versus 11, USC versus Drake. I have USC winning that game, but it's going to be another hard-fought challenge for them. 
in the three versus the 14, Kansas versus Eastern Washington, Kansas. Kansas on top. There will be no contest there. I don't see Eastern Washington putting up the fight against Kansas. In the 710, I have the Oregon Ducks defeating VCU. I will say, though, VCU is one of those teams that you just kind of don't want to play when you enter March Madness. They are a tournament-style team, and I think this game is going to be close. Oregon averages 67.4 opponent points per game, while VCU has 65.2. Just looks like – I just feel like Oregon's just going to run with this one but it's just going to be a little closer. And then finally, out of the first round, I have Iowa upset. I'm not not upsetting because they're the two seed, but I do have the Iowa Hawkeyes defeating Grand Canyon, the 15 seed. Now, here's the funny thing. While I have picked Iowa in this game, there's just a slight part of me that wants to take Grand Canyon. I... Don't know what it is or why I want to pick Grand Canyon, but whatever. I'm going to take Iowa. So that sets the next round. So so then that would mean Gonzaga and Oklahoma would play each other, the one and the eight. I have Gonzaga, but I would not be surprised if Oklahoma pulled off the upset here. I would not be surprised if Oklahoma pulled off the upset. In the next matchup, I have UCSB, California St. Barclays, defeat, win, I'm sorry, losing their game to Virginia, the four seed. But, again, that's this is one of those where UCSB, if they get hot, you know, they're, they're going to come off their – I predict they come off their win against Creighton. Then they go and play Virginia. If they're still hot and have that momentum, they could do it again and go to the Sweet 16. But for now, I'm going to take Virginia. In the next game, the six versus the three, USC versus Kansas. I have Rock Chalk Jayhawk winning this one, Kansas over the Trojans. And then finally, I have the two-seed Iowa over Oregon. So now that means in the that means Gonzaga, Virginia, Kansas, Iowa come out of the West. Gonzaga plays Virginia. I'll take Gonzaga. Kansas plays Iowa, and that is that would be a game to watch. The two and the, versus the three, I take Kansas in this one, the three upsetting Iowa. Iowa is a good basketball team, but Kansas is one of those better basketball teams and that does better in a tournament-style setting. And so finally, in the battle for the West region, who wins the West? Gonzaga versus Kansas. I'm going to take the one seed, Gonzaga, in this game. So Gonzaga goes to the final four from the West region. Calling it now. And please hold me accountable to these. I've got if you if you think I'm wrong on a pick, let me know. In the East region, let's move on down to the East. The one seed Michigan takes on the 16 seed Texas Southern Michigan in that game. Michigan. There's not much debate to it. Michigan's just a better basketball team. I take Michigan. 
In the eight versus nine, LSU versus St. Bonaventure. I'm going to take LSU. LSU's just hot. They almost defeated Alabama for the SEC National Championship. If they continue to stay hot, they could go far in this tournament. In the five versus 12, Colorado versus Georgetown. Here's my here's another upset of mine. Georgetown takes on Colorado. Georgetown would take on Colorado, and I have Georgetown winning this game. That's right. Patrick Ewing, I see, leading his his red hot Georgetown team into this tournament and defeating Colorado. In the four versus 13 of Florida State and UNC Greensboro. I have Florida State in this game. BYU, I have them defeating the 11 seed UCLA, but I could see this game being a lot closer as well. UCLA coming off their win against Michigan State in the first four. But BYU, 20 and 6 on the year, the sixth seed, I just see it. I see BYU coming out on top. However, if Michigan State would have won their game against UCLA and play, and now would have came in to play BYU, I probably would have taken Michigan State. But because of UCLA, I'm not saying UCLA is bad. They both average the same amount of opponent points per game, 68 and a half. But I just think BYU comes out on top. Then I have the three seed, Texas taking on the 14 seed Abilene Christian, Texas in this one. Texas plays really good basketball this season. I see Texas doing good. And then I in the 7-10, another upset out of the East region, Maryland, the 10 seed I have over the 7 seed, UConn. And then finally, in the 2 versus 15, Alabama, SEC champs, and against the 15 seed Iona, that's Rick Patino's team who used to be at Louisville. But I do have Alabama in this one. Richard Petty, um, Herman Jones, Herbert Herbert Jones, excuse me. They're going to be a lot for Iona to handle Rick Patino while he does have the tournament experience. I'm just going to take Alabama in this one. So now that moves on to the next round. The one seed Michigan versus the eight seed LSU. I have yet another upset simply because LSU is hot to handle, which means I'm taking LSU over Michigan and the one seed goes out in the round of 32. In the 12 versus the four Georgetown and Florida State, while Georgetown is hot, their run comes to an end and I see Florida State winning this one. BYU in Texas, I'll take Texas. And then in Maryland versus Alabama, I'll be taking Alabama. So moving on, LSU would play Florida State. Another very, very close game, but LSU Cinderella comes to an end. And Florida State wins this one, the four seed Florida State. And then in the two versus three, Texas and Alabama, I would actually, I'm actually really anticipating this matchup. I really hope this matchup comes true because I think it would be a high scoring game. Two high powered offenses. 
And I see Alabama coming out on this one, but in a very close margin. And so in the final battle for the East, Florida State versus Alabama, I have Alabama in the final four. Alabama defeats Florida State, and they will represent the East region in the final four and would play Gonzaga. But we'll get to that here in a little bit. So now moving on to the South region. One of my favorite regions. I see one upset in this region. But then if we advance the tournament forward, I see a couple more. So in the South region, let's start off in the round. Let's start off in the first round. Baylor, I have the one seed, of course. They were the they were number two in the AP poll, final AP poll. I have Baylor coming out on top versus Hartford the 16th seed. And, you know, I, I, I had just said I see an upset, but this truly isn't a real, real upset here in the eight versus nine. North Carolina versus Wisconsin, I've got the Badgers winning this game against the Tar Heels, the nine seed. But the eight and nine is always just like a very contested game. Either way, it's not really a true upset. Next game, I have the five seed Villanova taking on Winthrop, the 12 seed. This game, though, is on upset alert. Villanova is out without one of their star players. Winthrop plays very high, fast, high tempoed offense. I think Winthrop really gives Villanova a run for its money. But I think Villanova just, they, they'll get the edge in this game and win by about two or three points. In the four versus 13, I have Purdue take, defeating North Texas. Another game on upset alert, the 6 and 11. Watch for Utah State to potentially try to upset Texas Tech, but I have the Raiders in the end defeating the Aggies of Utah State. In the three versus 14, you know I can't leave them out. You've got Arkansas versus Colgate. Yes, Colgate does play very good offense, but they cannot, but they will not have the defense to stop Arkansas's offense. Arkansas defeats Colgate first round, and you're going to like where I go with this here in a little bit. In the 7-10, Florida versus Virginia Tech, while Virginia Tech could give Florida a piece of their mind and give them a little scare. Florida comes out on top. And then in the 215, I have the Buckeyes of Ohio State defeating Oral Roberts. So moving on to the second round, I have the Bears of Baylor defeating Wisconsin. Villanova would play Purdue, and I have Nova in that game, the five over the four. Texas Tech versus Arkansas, the six versus the three. I have the Razorbacks. And then I have the Buckeyes, the two seed over Florida State. Or Florida, excuse me, not Florida State. I have Ohio State over the Florida Gators. Then Baylor would then play Villanova. I have Baylor. And then Arkansas would play Ohio State. And I take Arkansas. So that means, and I, that's a stretch, I understand. 
Ohio State's a very good basketball team, but so is Arkansas. Two versus a three, I'll take Arkansas in that game. So to figure out who represents the South, Baylor versus Arkansas, one versus three. Here's another up. Here's my upset. Arkansas defeats Baylor on a buzzer beater by J.D. Note, and Arkansas goes to the Final Four from the South. Calling it now, Arkansas wins the South region on a buzzer beater three versus Baylor by J.D. Note. So let's move on to the Midwest. The last region we have to cover before we talk about Final Four and Championship. So Illinois, one of the many Big Ten teams in the tournament. Illinois defeat I'll have I have defeating Drexel, the 16 seed. Number the eight seed, Loyola Chicago, one of my favorite teams in the tournament. I have them defeating number nine seed Georgia Tech. I love Loyola Chicago. I remember the the huge Cinderella run. They went on to the final four a few years ago. I love Sister Jean, 101 years old. She's going to be traveling to the games. So I, I like Loyola Chicago a lot in this tournament. The five seed Tennessee, I have them defeating the 12 seed Oregon State. Cade Cunningham and the four-seed Oklahoma State Cowboys, I have defeating the 13-seed Liberty. The six-seed San Diego State versus the 11-seed Syracuse. I actually have Syracuse in this game. That's right. I have the 11-seed Syracuse upsetting San Diego State in this one. In the three versus 14, West Virginia versus Moorhead State. I take West Virginia in this one. In the 7-10, Clemson versus Rutgers. I have Rutgers on the upset. And then in the 2 versus 15, Houston and Cleveland State. I have – no, I do not. I almost said I have Cleveland State. Boy, that would have been the upset of the year. I have – Houston in this game. Houston. So moving on to the next round, Illinois would play a Loyola Chicago. I think Loyola Chicago gives Illinois a run for their money. But I think Illinois is just going to be too much for the Ramblers. So Illinois comes out on top. I'm, I said I love Loyola Chicago. I do. I, I, I'm going to be pulling for them. I hope they win that game. But I think Illinois is just too much. Tennessee would play Oklahoma State I in a four versus five. I have Oklahoma State in this one, Oklahoma State. Syracuse would then play West Virginia. I'll take West Virginia in that game. Rutgers would play Houston. I'll take Houston. Illinois would then play Oklahoma State in the next round. Here's where the next one seed gets out of the tournament. I have Oklahoma State. Kate Cunningham proves to the proves to Illinois that he is ready for this tournament, and I have Oklahoma State going to the next round. And then in the two versus three, West Virginia and Houston, I'm taking West Virginia. So to figure out who represents the Midwest, 
Oklahoma State versus West Virginia. I take Oklahoma State. It all goes back to Cade Cunningham. He is a great basketball player, and he's going to show you why he's a great basketball player. Oklahoma State to the Final Four from the Midwest region. All right. We've now entered the Final Four. And if you remember, I only picked one one seed in the Final Four. We've got here are my Final Four teams. The one seed, Gonzaga. The two seed, Alabama. The three seed, Arkansas. And the four seed, Oklahoma State. It's kind of odd how that fell. The only one seed that I could see outside of Gonzaga entering this tournament is Baylor or Illinois. Baylor or Illinois could sneak in here. Illinois has to play Oklahoma State in my prediction, and Baylor has to play Arkansas in my prediction. So I wouldn't be surprised if another one seed jumps into the final four, but what I'm sticking to is the one, two, three, four. Simple as that. So in my final four, number one seed Gonzaga would play the two seed Alabama. A great, great game. Alabama in the, from the SEC, Gonzaga from Pacific. I, or West Coast Conference, excuse me, not Pacific. That's my fault. Gonzaga from the West Coast Conference. Alabama out of the SEC. Number one, Gonzaga, undefeated Gonzaga. Can they be the only team or one of the let few amounts of teams to go undefeated and run the tournament and finish the season undefeated? I have Gonzaga winning this game against Alabama and going to the national championship. So Gonzaga in the national championship out of that first game. In the second game, three-seed Arkansas, four-seed Oklahoma State. For some of you that may remember, this is a matchup from January from the SEC Big 12 Challenge. Oklahoma State came out on top in this game. It was Arkansas's only loss during the top – during the time of when they won 11 of their last 12. If you've listened to my past pot, my la- past few podcasts. And when I, t- when I talked about Arkansas on their hot streak, and I would say 11 out of their last 12 or 10 out of their last 11, that one they're missing was Oklahoma state. And this is a game that would provide another, the key matchup one again, once again, that we saw back in January. Draft lottery prospects Cade Cunningham from Oklahoma State versus Moses Moody out of Arkansas. Two players that are expected to go top 10 in the NBA draft. And I think Arkansas gets its revenge on the Cowboys. Now, y'all are already probably y'all are already probably calling me crazy for having Arkansas getting past Baylor, let alone Ohio State. But if they do, they are hot. They are hot. They would come into Oklahoma State 
And in that final four game, I have Arkansas winning, advancing to the national championship to play the one seed, Gonzaga. So it all comes down to this. You're asking Jake, who is your champion? Jake, Jake, who do you want to win the tournament? Who do you like to win the tournament? I'll let you in on a secret. I've got brackets that have Gonzaga. I've got I've got brackets that have Arkansas. I've got brackets that have I've got one bracket with Illinois, one with Michigan, a couple with Baylor. I have about three with Gonzaga. But I have one bracket that I always stick true to. So, out of all the brackets I have of each of these teams, I have one bracket that I remain true to that I say is my official prediction bracket. And in that official prediction bracket, coming out of the South region, I have the Razorbacks of Arkansas pulling off the a hard upset, but Arkansas defeating Gonzaga in the national championship game. That's right. Arkansas from the South, they do the un, what some, some people call it unthinkable, some call it possible, but Arkansas pulls it out of them. And I have Arkansas winning the game against Gonzaga 76 to 71 in the national championship on April the 5th. Arkansas is a very, very talented team. And I just see Arkansas pulling it off. So there's my national champion. Really quickly, I'm going to run through each of these games that are being played today. So make sure you tune in and watch these games because each of these, no matter the seating, they could be close and you could be watching a Cinderella story. You could be watching an upset. We'll see what happens. So Virginia Tech versus Florida, 11-15 on CBS. Arkansas versus Colgate. They're going to start their championship run today, 11.45 a.m. on True TV. Drexel versus Illinois at 12.15 on TBS. Utah State versus Texas Tech at 12.45 on TNT. Ohio State and Oral Roberts at 2 p.m. on CBS. Baylor versus Hartford at 2.30 on True TV. Georgia Tech versus Loyola Chicago at 3 p.m. on TBS. Oregon State versus Tennessee at 3.30 on TNT. Liberty versus Oklahoma State at 5.25 on TBS. Wisconsin versus North Carolina at 6.10 p.m. on CBS. Cleveland State versus Houston at 6.15 on True TV. North Texas versus Purdue at 6.25 on TNT. Rutgers versus Clemson at 8.20 on TBS. Syracuse versus San Diego State at 8.40 on CBS. Moorhead State versus West Virginia at 8.50 on True TV. And Winthrop 
closing out the night versus Villanova, one one game to really watch right there at 8.57 p.m. on TNT. College professors, I'm so sorry, but if if you have sports fans in your class, they're probably watching March Madness on their computer. It's that time of the year where we turn our focus to TV and we turn our focus to basketball. We've been without March Madness for about 700 days or so. It's time to get back in the swing of things. It all It's all going down in Indianapolis, Indiana. March Madness is upon us. I predict Arkansas as your 2021 national champion. But either way, this tournament is shaping out to be a good one. So that concludes my March Madness special here on Sporting the Goods. Make sure you tune in next time for another episode as we'll break down March Madness a little more as we get more games under our belt. I'll also be talking college baseball next game. We don't just talk about basketball here on this podcast. I know we have the past couple of days, but we were getting ready for this tournament. So starting next episode, we'll talk more topics in sports, whether it's college baseball or MLB getting ready for opening day. We'll talk a little more FCS spring ball. The fact that they're playing spring football this season, but we will also talk basketball a little bit, but for now, folks, Enjoy March Madness, and as always, keep sporting those goods.